everyone dreams about living an uncommon life. But how we define that dream is very different for each of us. And for most, it's a lifelong pursuit. Welcome to the Uncommon Life Project Podcast. We're going to introduce you to people who are living that life or enjoying the journey to get there. We're going to also give you some tools, tricks, and tips for starting or accelerating your own efforts to live an uncommon life, a life worth celebrating and savoring. Please welcome your hosts, Brian Dewhurst and Philip Ramsey. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Uncommon Life Podcast where I am your host, Philip Ramsey. And I'm Brian Dewhurst. And we have a really cool show for you today. Totally different. Special guest. Kind of nervous, not going to lie to you. Um, but first, let's thank Virgin for that wonderful intro. She's amazing as always. Always consistent. Um, and so let's go into the show and why I'm a little nervous and excited all at the same time. Our guest is the one and only Chris Ramsey, uh, which is my mother. And in studio, by the way, in studio, first one in studio. It is first one in studio, and a lot of first today, and last one in this studio <laughs> as we are moving. Yeah, moving locations, which is exciting and nerve wracking, and no one cares. So let's just keep going. Let's talk about our guest, and right. we'll jump into it. Chris Ramsey currently co-owns and manages, along with her sisters, Parkview Mobile Home Court in South Sioux City, Nebraska. A Northwestern College, Orange City, Iowa attendee, she has worked in advertising, Native American tutoring, and Bethany Christian Services Adoption Agency. She's a singer, songwriter, and performer. Her group, the Matney Sisters, were chosen by the Smithsonian Institute to represent Iowa during the sesquicentennial celebration performing on the Mall in Washington, D.C. for two and a half weeks. Chris resides in Grimes, Iowa with her husband, Phil, of 43 years, the Silver Fox, we call him. Her <laughs> most important accomplishment has been that of being a mother to two children, now adults married with and Nana to six grandchildren. She is a huge advocate of stepping out in faith, allowing God to work in all things creative. Welcome, Chris Ramsey. Thank you. <laughs> Isn't that the greatest Thank intro you. ever? That is, that is. And I am honored to be here. Nice. Especially in this platform, because many years, um, all my words didn't always mean everything to Philip, and now he's hanging on my <laughs> yes. every yes. Now you got phrase. Him. <laughs> I got him in the palm of my hand. <laughs> oh dear! Just kidding. He was oh dear. amazing. No, that's not true. Yeah, that's it was so true. not true. All right. So Where why do why do we want you on the show? Let's talk about that, Brian. Why do we want my mother on the show? Well. <laughs> I think for me, it's been really neat to see you and Phil enter into an entrepreneurial uh, opportunity at a different stage in life than most people would enter into it. And so it's been cool to see just the growth, um, you know, not only through your faith and your marriage, but, uh, but yeah, this kind of creative entrepreneurial spirit that's been passed down uh, from your parents. And, uh, and we'll get into that. So for me, that's what it's about. And, um, and it's just cool because she's your mom. And yeah. I think a lot of people want to know some stories about Philip too. So I don't know if we'll have time for that today, but uh, we'll see where we go. So let's talk about when did you acquire the mobile home park in South Sioux City, Iowa? Well, Nebraska. We, th yeah, this is Nebraska. So this park has been in our family for 34 years. And um, at the time, my, my father, both my parents have, have passed away. Um, and at the time that my father passed away, he had owned it for 20, 28 years. Um, 
And then my mom uh, lived for two more years and she was in poor health, but um, nevertheless, she really owned it. And then when she passed, they uh, graciously willed this park to us. And that was in 2014. So um, at that time, we were owners. Um, our brother-in-law, Denny Nutt, was the manager. Mm. And um, so we, we really didn't play a huge role. We, we worked, you know, just probably once or twice a week, but we didn't, we didn't do the managing mm-hmm. responsibilities. What was that thought process when you first heard that you now have this park? Was it excited? Were you nervous? Was there a transition there? Oh, it was, it was, it was very exciting because um, just through the process of grandpa, I, I never know whether to call him grandpa yeah. or dad. Yeah. Because so your dad, my grandfather. Yeah, right, right. Yep. He, um, which his name is Harley. Harley. Harley Matney. Harley Matney. And, yep. Um, as, as we were experiencing this time, he had had a stroke and, and I had, we had moved back to the area. So Shelly and I were really the ones that really worked with him. We were his hands and feet. He was, uh, very sharp and, and such a, a great businessman, but we were the ones that really actually did the day to day, um, driving and so forth. But, um, through that, that process, I've learned so much from him because he uh, was a big, a huge advocate of surrounding yourself with good people. And um, at one point, we were in the middle of um, uh, actually looking for a manager. This was before Denny. And um, he looked at me and he said, honey, you could do this. Mm -hmm. And, oh, I said, no, dad, (laughs) no no, I can't do this because I'm very creative brain. I don't know if that's right brain, left brain. Speaking from a true creator, I don't know which brain that is. But anyway, I'm creator, I'm songwriter, singer, musician, um, you know, artist at, to some level. And uh, that was such a, a bizarre thought to me. And to own to something own, that to you're own now running. Something. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're having your father who's ran it absolutely. saying that you could do it. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. is a there is a chasm there that I, I could see that you would be like, I can't yeah, I can't I run can't. it the way you did. I can't do this. Yeah. And he said, Yes, you can. And then and then it rolled on, um, and then uh, all the way to the point where he passed away and then Denny took it over. So to answer that question. It was exciting, but yet there still was that level of we didn't really run it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. Were, we were under somebody. Yep. Yep. And now you are running it. Exactly. With the thought process, I think it's important to even work through that you told your dad, I can't do this. Like you were kind of telling yourself, I can't do this. Exactly. There's too many unknowns. I'm sure mm-hmm. you were thinking, well, let's be honest. I was there with that, that decision. And I remember telling you, like, what's the worst that can happen? You're stepping into something that the hard work of my grandfather, Harley, has done. And now you can step in and now you can honestly see if you do have it or you don't. And so I remember, like, just encouraging you and, you know, my father to why not give it a shot? You really don't have anything to lose. And even if the park's value goes down as you're going through that, what you're going to understand and know because of it, it's going to be far more valuable than any amount that it goes down. I remember seeing you like, well, 
maybe I can do this, <laughs> and now stepping into. So let's go. I want to take a little bit of a hiatus and go backwards because you were married 10 years, and then your, your father decides to purchase this park. Correct. What was he doing before this? Do you even remember? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. What was he doing he, and how did he get to owning a mobile home park? He, he was, his whole career was in meatpacking business and he worked from the bottom up mm. to be a vice president uh, at Illini Beef um, in Jaslyn, Illinois. And um, when he left that profession, he decided to invest and he did a lot of research. He always did a lot of due diligence and he decided at that point, I think, to, to get into real estate. And he, but he at first decided to do Meatpacker Supply International, which was kind of a combination of what, what he had learned all through his years. So he was supplying meatpacking supplies all throughout the United States. Oh, wow. And in, even internationally. You know, so it was... Um, knives and you know just all all things associated with that you know the helmets and and mesh clothing yes exactly so he did that uh, for a long time and then uh, he he took the jump and then and got the part so um, you know just to to coin a a country music song because (laughs) you know me you know he was country before country wasn't cool. He was into mobile home parks before they yeah, were the thing. Right, yeah. And now, if I can fast forward, we on an average are, are called three times a week. Three and and, and week. I'm and no, I'm kidding. being of people that want to buy our park. Mm-hmm. And so this is something that is, you yeah. know, um, is this like residual? That would be residual. This is residual. <laughs> and other people are catching on. And, yeah, and it's as if people, the scales have come off their eyes mm-hmm. and they see, you know, what a benefit this is. Yeah. And, and he saw it then. Yeah. Yeah. So neat. So he, he gets, he gets in the business, the meatpacking business. Mm-hmm. Then he gets into real, then he gets into the mobile home park. And if I remember right, like this is a little bit, I know this because he was running his meatpacking supply out of the office that he was owning of the mobile home park. So it was like right in the heart of it. So he had like dual businesses running out of that one business. Which is how he rolled. Yep. He was forever, (laughs) forever throwing the anchor forward. Forward. You know, at 80 years old, took out a hundred thousand dollar loan on the park yeah who does this yeah at 80 yeah and we've paid it off yeah uh but he was forever doing that and understanding how to what was that for the hundred thousand it was for improvements oh wow in the park yeah still investing forward that's so neat Mm -hmm. so not only did he do those two things he also buys a laundromat so Talk through that. When did he buy that laundromat? Because it complements everything very nice. And it was within, within walking distance of the mobile home park. Okay. So what you're not remembering is that he bought those together. Oh. He bought the, the park and the laundromat. And actually, uh, in, the, in the laundromat, it was uh, kind of a, a mall, like a strip mall type yeah. thing. And he had his office at the end of that. Mm. And at the other end was the laundromat. So it wasn't until, I believe, 19... 19- Ninety-eight. That he built the current office that we have on the grounds gotcha. there. Yeah. But 
yes, yeah, he had his hands in many different. And I remember going to the laundromat with him. I loved it. There was video games. Yeah. I would drink soda, <laughs> hang out with Grandpa. He was changing the change out of the machine. machines. It was great. Okay, so I want to fast forward a little bit because you talked about this. So when they passed away, you know, we've encountered this with several families, but leaving an asset like that to multiple children, because you have three sisters, correct? Correct. What did your father and mother do to prepare you girls to inherit this type of asset and to protect you in that same vein? Oh, that was such, that's such a good question. Um, for one thing, um, grandpa, my dad, was so... Uh, so intuitive, so good at thinking of all the legal aspects of things. Mm. I mean, so he always was thinking that probably more than we were even aware of. Mm. And um, what, you know, the question through the years, mostly from grandma was, what will you girls do with this park? Mm -hmm. What will you do? I think grandpa knew. I think grandpa had a feeling that we might go on with it mm. because he did the hard, hard work. Mm -hmm. He's done the hard work. But uh, to answer your question, Brian, um, he, it was very important to him that we put into place a buy-sell agreement. Mm. Uh, so he just wanted things uh, equal with us sisters. You know, he wanted things... Uh, he didn't want any problems with mm -hmm. it and, and what can come up in so many families. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, he did not get this done before he passed away. But he, particularly to Pam, um, told her many times, you have to get this in place. So when he passed away, almost immediately, we all were very involved with the attorney in, in getting that, that put together. Toronto. And... Um, and it's just worked out very, very well mm. because, yeah. because one sister has retired. Sure. And so, and has put that into place. Yeah. So. Very cool. So, yeah, just the importance of protecting the family relationship yeah. with a business Utmost. relationship that, on top. That was probably the most important thing to my parents. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I would say the importance of being forward thinking about that is the biggest gift for your sons and daughters. I mean, that's been a huge thing for Brian and I is you've got to communicate this stuff. You've got to put something in place because a lot of times it doesn't seem like it's a money issue. It's what would dad and mom really want to do with that money? And then it becomes a huge issue with the kids and a bickering and that's when siblings don't talk to each other and you can't tell me not one parent would want that mm. you know and so to do the hard work early and often and put an importance on something like that it actually protects the whole family in that process it's really one of the best gifts that you can give absolutely to your children it's a legacy it's a legacy there's an asset there mm. to protect everyone to walk through that exactly how you want to do that it's you need to see that you bet. So you have these three sisters. All the while, you guys are writing music and performing. And so you kind of had been in business in a different way, you know, these last few decades before the part came. What was that? Did that kind of help prepare you for more of the business side of things or working together when you kind of inherited this asset? Mm -hmm. Not really. Not really. 
this is such a different thing. Yeah. You know, this different. And this actually, uh, the situation that we're in now, uh, where we actually own it and we manage it, didn't happen till a year ago. Sure. Because Denny uh, at that time decided to retire. And Jamie really thought about it too. And going into this, you know, we've had to really be in tune with our attorney as far as could we make this lucrative with mm-hmm. just the two of us, mm-hmm. you know, with the consideration of the buy sell agreement with two other sisters. Sure. But um, then uh, Jamie thought it over and decided that she did want to do it. So um, we started out trying to learn everything taxes and uh, just all the book work. And mm-hmm. you have to know we're performers and we're singers and we're creative. Not really your cup of tea. That is not really <laughs> our deal. So, you know, I just, and I, I honestly feel like it was the Holy Spirit. And I, 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 I truly do that. I was thinking one night and really actually overwhelmed, you know, but I thought um, th- this thought came to me. You need, and it was, it was grandpa too. You need to do what you're good at. Surround yourself with great people. Mm. He did. He, he surrounded himself whenever he could with professional people. He trusted that would do what they're supposed to do. Mm. And then it allows you to do what you're good at. Yeah. And so we decided to revisit this uh, topic with Denny and ask him if he would be interested in, uh, doing the bookkeeping for us, but had he not, because we we wanted him to be retired, had he wanted to mm-hmm. be, uh, we would have just hired someone else. It wouldn't have been as good because Denny is family, and you know, of course, mm-hmm. has the heart for that. But but it would have happened, and um, and he was delighted. He was thrilled. So now we have got excellent people around us to allow us to do this business venture together, but it's a different feel mm. than, you know, putting together, you know, music. performances and sure. music and creating music. It's different, but it is so crazy fun. <laughs> Just so fun. Did you ever think you'd say that? No. Before you, yeah. Oh no. And, and I think uh, the good part about it is that um, in, in this business venture, the three of us, Shelly, Pam, or Shelly, Jamie, and I, um, are very like-minded. And so uh, we're able to look at the big picture. We're able to step back if one disagrees, one, you know, we're just, we got each other's back. And, um, and, but it's been a learning thing, actually. And um, what's so exciting is that I think that God is really, highlighting things that we had no idea that we were good at, Mm. which, you know, at my age is, is really kind of unbelievable. It's kind of uncommon. You see what I did there? (laughs) You know what? And I led right into it. Yeah, you did. Thank you. I did. I tried, I tried to help him. (laughs) No, I think that's so true because I, you know, we run into a lot of people, you know, in their mid fifties and sixties that just kind of want to tap out. Mm. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want another challenge. So it's been really neat to see you and Phil kind of embrace this and, you know, just uh, take this on in, in a new way. And um, so kind of to your point, so we had another gentleman on the show, uh, Caleb Walsh, who owns Mobile Home Parks, kind of probably like one of the people who's called you three times a week. That's uh, probably <laughs> accurate, actually. 
What is his name? I think it is. Sheila oh, Bourne. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. But looking at this, you know, it's so easy to look at a mobile home part from a number standpoint, the residual income, and oh, this is a no-brainer. But for you at this age, can you talk to the listeners about your faith and about the ministry opportunity within the park? I think, you know, because there's a lot of people have a negative connotation to mm-hmm. mobile home parks. Yes. You've been around one pretty much, you know, your entire mm-hmm. adult life through this, can you just talk to listeners about what it's like on kind of the non-business side or, or, you know? Oh my goodness. I'd love to. I'd love to. Um, Our community is um, a large uh, percentage Hispanic people. In fact, um, our groundskeeper is a Hispanic man. His name is Hosea Villa and, and dad, grandpa took him on, um, probably about 12 years before he passed away. And um, he idolized dad and dad idolized him. And he took him on and really mentored him and and brought him along. But he is one of the reasons that we're able to do this, you know. Jose. Jose Jose is. Because whenever, you know, we need an interpreter, he comes up and interprets for us. But to go back to your question, um, because my dad did the hard work and, you know, I don't say grandma, but she was the back, she was oh, a background sure. there for sure to allow him to do this. But, um, he did the hard work. We, and people loved him. Mm. I, I was always amazed when I worked with him. I, I wanted to see why would they love him so mm-hmm. much? Because, you know, it's a deal where you pay every month, yep. you know, and because we, we, we just uh, rent the land. They have to own their own mobile homes and so forth. But um, he was firm. He was fair. He was mm-hmm. kind. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, so, but he did all of that sort of setting the stage for us because now we look at this as a ministry, mm-hmm. almost a ministry. Because you get to know people that come in every month. Mm-hmm. But the other thing you learn is that you do have to have a, a spine. Mm-hmm. You do have to have a backbone. Right. And people respect you. Mm-hmm. you know, and that's why. They respected him, mm-hmm. but he expected something yeah. from them. Yeah. And we do. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very proud to tell you that... Um, our park is almost, and, th- and this is a big deal because it's, it's lower economic mm-hmm. situations, mm-hmm. is pretty much 100% paid. And this is huge, and it has not come without a lot, lot of work and, and heartache uh-huh. and, um, and dealing with people and being firm with people, expecting, raising the bar, you mm-hmm. know. if I Because they'll I, test you as a new owner they of will, something. They, they will, will totally test, test you. you. But the deal is, you know, you find out early on. I can remember a couple of situations with Grandpa uh, when I was first working there, and I, didn't, I disagreed with him. Mm. And it was over a, a situation with a tenant. And I went in the, in the back room, and I cried. <laughs> And because I didn't think he was being fair. Mm. I didn't think, and now I, I get it. But at the time, and, and I, I'll never forget this, he, he, he knew I was upset. And he said, honey, I want you to sit down. Um, and I just want to hear about this. Mm. I want to hear what. And then he said, you know what? We're going to have disagreements. 
And, um, but I always want you to say what they are. I want, mm-hmm. I want to talk about it because, yeah. because I learn from that mm-hmm. and, but someone's got to make the hard decision. Someone's mm-hmm. got to, someone's got to move it. And so now, ta-da, we're doing the hard decisions, <laughs> you know, yeah. we're, we're uh, having to make those, but they're easy. And, you know, uh, we've just had situations where we've, I've had to demand that they get caught up and they do. Hmm. It's a miracle. And then we got them a meat tray. We got them buns. We got them fruit. We got them as a uh, thank you. As a thank you. Yeah. You know, we got them, you know, a $25 Walmart gift card. And so it's when you're firm, them. Yes. when you're firm and you expect them, you raise the bar high and they hmm. do it then you come out with, you know, and it's, it's such a, a relationship building thing, yeah. you know, mm, yeah. and, and if I can revert because I am your mom, yep. <laughs> if I can just revert to some parenting, cause I know I'm talking oh, yeah. to people. I was going to say like, I'm, I'm, you know, now you're getting some of me, but you parents out there, you know, when you raise your bar high and I did, and we did, mm-hmm. your children will raise up to it. Mm. And, and I, I cannot tell you the incredible children that we have, God-fearing, just wonderful children, wonderful mm. parent, wonderful businessman. But you, you have to raise your bar high, mm-hmm. you know, in parenting, business, Mm. you know, even in relationships. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say just, just quick, something that I caught onto that was communicating, even though there's disagreements, like mm. Brian's like, ding, 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 ding. That's where he gets it. Cause like, <laughs> that is like, I don't care if we are going at each other, but we need to talk through that so we can get through it or we don't either way, we're going to be better for it. So that's like, well, I gotta I say is a, is a testament to that. I think, you know, I would say one of Philip's superpowers is he makes the hard discussions so easy. And at the end, you're like, why am I so afraid of that? And he does that so many times, you know, with our clients and in meetings, but also just within our own partnership, too. So it is just such a testament to what you're saying. So I got to say thank you for, for all that yeah. and raising the bar at home because yeah. uh, it's helped us immensely. So. That's awesome. and, and when you're a parent and you're in the throes of it, it's hard to set that bar high. And sometimes you're like, maybe just lower this bar. Like it's going to be way easier for everyone. <laughs> I know. I agree. But I, I, I can see, Philip, where you with clients would be able to dive right into the hard stuff. If we get into some yeah. nitty gritty. Right but you know what? It's a growing thing. Oh, for everyone. It's for so, us, for it's, sure. It's a growing thing. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to get into into things, but it's worth it. Yeah. yeah. So I want to take, I want to change a little bit. Yes. So okay. I love your husband, Phil. You so didn't do I, the, you didn't, I did too. You didn't do the senior junior thing, <laughs> uh, but I do have the same name. <laughs> but uh, so he's, he worked at Mid-American Energy pretty yes. much like his whole career, right? Yes. Whole thing. And so that was the consistency before you took over the park, right? Yeah, Just from absolutely. Like oh my goodness. Income. And forever grateful. Right. Oh, he's an amazing man. And so as he's ending his career at Mid-American, you're looking at revving taking up. this on, revving up. So what has your marriage been like in this season um, as he was kind of trying to wind down and now you're taking on this new opportunity? You know, Phil is an amazing, he really is an amazing man. And he's been like this as a parent, 
He's been like this as a husband. He is so encouraging with this. There's no way I could do this because what your listeners don't know is that this park is three hours away. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. my husband was transferred back here and then since has retired. And I know this is where God wants us. We're around our children, our grandchildren and so forth. Um, but this is, this is a way. So this is a commitment mm -hmm. to do this, but it's so worth it. Mm -hmm. But I could not do it without Phil. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, he comes with me whenever he can. He works with Jose, you know, he's got great insight. Um, but nevertheless, he just always knows that I'm the one that's doing this. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he never, you know, enters into that part of it. So um, the the part is of our marriage. It's it's been it's been good. It's been a growing thing, but mostly not that as much as just his retiring. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. that that's been a different aspect for him as well. Sure. But we're getting our dance down. <laughs> so cool. And just to how you've been married forty three years. Forty three years. Yeah. yeah. So congratulations on Valentine's Day. Oh, yes. that's awesome. Yeah. Thank Very you. Very cool. I just have to throw that out. Yeah. There. Yeah. So important. <laughs> Important. You know, it's funny. I just, this, here's the quick, like, we're taking a time out. This is, yeah. yeah. So a lot of people want to know, how do you engage Brian and I, right? Uh -huh. So you can go to www.uncommonwealth.com. You can know all about us, schedule a call. We would love to dive into where you are at and where you want to go mm -hmm. and see if we can provide value there. I was with a buddy of mine. We went to an old, or we went to a lunch yesterday we went to this place called b&b's grocery and i have never been anything like and eh, it's not true i've been to things like this but it was so crazy it's a butcher third generation <laughs> butcher and like this place is in like the heart of des moines everybody that's going in there is like smiling from ear to ear all I different clientele this. and i go back there and the butcher third generation butcher has the same hat on that I think he probably started when he was 12. <laughs> and like he looks over at my buddy Todd and he goes, you give me a chance to be your butcher and you'll never buy meat from anybody again. Oh, for heaven's sake. <laughs> like the passion <laughs> and the drive. Oh. Yes. Oh. I was like, I want to buy meat from you. <laughs> like, yes. Take my money. Yes. And like the whole time I was there with Todd, I was like, I don't know where we are or how we got here. <laughs> But I'm excited to be here and I'm excited to get food. And we got food and it was like straight off the grill. Like it felt like we were on a picnic. <laughs> and when we ate this place, anyway, so just to say the passion and enthusiasm that happens from a generational family owned business oh is different than something else. Now, I would also say the clientele, it was packed and there was only one cash register. There was a couple people behind it. And the cash register said, we need more family members because I just can't do it anymore. Oh, like she was, <laughs> she was a family member. Yeah. It was crazy. Anyway, so I think one, the, the camaraderie that it, it comes to the community, like, I mean, this place has been there and the building, I mean, you, you walk in, you're like, yeah, this place has got some history. What is it again? B&B &B Grocery. <laughs> you know what? You it's just like did a huge South ad for them. Yeah, sixth. Yeah. They're, now they're really going to be. Crazy. Yeah. Now they're good. And the way that he interacted with my buddy, oh. I was there, I wasn't there when I saw it, but, but Todd said that and he was mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, he's like, I'm going to try it. Like, well, yeah, you got to try it. Yeah. 
And uh, so it would be fun to have him on the show. Yeah. Just, <laughs> and he would do it like, unless he was working. But and bring hamburger. Yeah, so that was a good segue to my next question. Man, I nailed that. Yeah. <laughs> so you're second generation business owner. Yes. You have the third generation sitting here. I know. And Philip has a sister, Trayla. Yes. What would you say to your son and to your daughter as as a business owner and as your vision, you know, for the next generation? Concerning just the park, the park life, you life know, whatever general. you wanna it's your soapbox here as a, mm. as a mom, as a business owner, you know, is this something you'd want to pass down to, to oh, Philip and Trayla? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, that would be, you know, I think what uh, my parents have started is a legacy. Mm -hmm. It's a legacy. Mm -hmm. And the way they've handled it, the way they have groomed and prepared and buy sell agreement, of course, their top, priority always has been family mm -hmm. and, and protecting that and keeping that because we've seen many, many situations where that does not happen. Right. And even the best families can fall apart. Right. Quickly. Very quickly. So, um, yeah, I, I, I definitely would like to see that uh, legacy passed on, mm. you know, not sure. I'm, I'm kind of like my dad and my mom, not sure how that's going to be. Because now you have three families of four, I would we say. We have four families. Mm -hmm. and from, I think from my perspective, I've had very open-handed, I want this to stay in the family somehow. Yeah. Whether it's I know, you're me or if it's my cousins, you're like how do we keep this going? Because I know what a legacy that is. Yeah. So yes. however that is passed on, I'll be happy no matter what. And so I do I think know. there is some question of now we have three people owning it. <laughs> exactly. Three individuals that have all have family members that mm -hmm. may or may not see value in it. Um, exactly. So it's just kind of walking through that. As a family and being open and being honest and what do you want? What do you don't want? Exactly. Is this something that's appealing to you? You mm. just don't know how to do it. Um, so that's where I kind of get excited because it's a hard conversation. Which you is. can truly see like fruit it's, but it's from worth it. doing the work. It's worth know? doing the hard work with yeah. that. Um, you know, yes, it, it is interesting because with, you know, grandpa always said this, this is going to be difficult because you really can't have more than one person doing this. Yeah, you know? that's biblical. We, yeah, we and so we have an unusual situation that yeah. we have three like-minded people that you know. Um, but you know the thing, the the thing, and and Pam is like-minded as well. She has just made the choice to retire to retire now, which was uh, the right choice for them. They're they're very very busy. Um, but I think you know, going forward, it's something that we have to look at and we have to talk about and we have to, like, you know, Philip said, some people just financially would not be able to, to look at it mm -hmm. and some have no desire to do it, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so that that's just something that looking forward, you know, and then with Trela, we, uh, you know, we just don't know how that will all play out. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Our, so our I want to, um, I want to go back. We're kind of running out of time, so I need to be thoughtful of that. Um, when you were running the park with all three of your sisters, yes, what were the strengths? Because like you said, it's not easy to run something with more than one person. 
it's almost impossible with three and it's pretty much impossible with four. Mm -hmm. But what strengths did you see each one of your sisters possessing that helped in that running of the park? Oh, that's, that's a great question. We talk about this. Jamie um, was a counselor, you know, mm-hmm. and really worked in the business world more than Shelly and I did and um, worked in office settings and so mm-hmm. forth. She brings incredible knowledge on just organization, organization, processes, and processes yep. files, you know, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Shelly is very creative. She's good with people. She's, you know, mm-hmm. she, she just... Uh, you know, we all have kind of different things that we're in charge of, but, you know, she's in charge of getting the insurances all up to date and so forth. But she, she just brings a very uh, heartfelt uh, part to our ministry. Mm-hmm. To our, um, I think I am kind of, a, I, I get things done. Mm. I want to get things done. You know, I, I, I come with a list and I, you know, it's important to me. Is that, no, is that you? No, Brian. Oh, that's so like, scary. No, you don't. That is so scary. I just had like, yeah. Oh, oh that makes sense. Not the light, <laughs> yeah, the light went off. <laughs> and, and, and I have a no nonsense. I have a way of looking through and seeing kind of the, you know, the What's black really and the going white. On here? Yeah. I have that, that, um, but we definitely all bring something and we yeah. all appreciate what we have sure. given. So, um, and you know what, Pam, when, when she worked uh, with the park, she, you know, she has a real uh, a mind as far as business as well, mm. but she was very good with the people. Mm. She actually worked out in the park with Jose and uh, developed a rapport with them wow. and so forth. So That's valuable. yeah. Very so cool. that, that was good. So if, I'm just going to kind of sum this up. When you're dealing with multiple, multiple relationships, you've got to define the roles, understand the strengths, mm-hmm. and then execute those in a way that are defined, mm-hmm. right? Because if you don't have those, it's like, well, I thought you were going to do that. No, it was your job. Well, there so, could have been a lot of looking around. <laughs> there could have been a lot of looking around. So I can't thank you enough for being on the show. I hope this was enjoyable. It was enjoyable for me. It was, it was amazing. Fun. It was very fun. It was so exciting. I was a little nervous. You yeah. couldn't tell. <laughs> no, you couldn't tell. Yeah, never let them see um, a sweat. If you wanted to reach out to, how would our listeners reach out to you if they had any questions or if they wanted to follow up? Like with an email? Yeah. That's right. Okay. That'd be good. That, that, would, be, that would be great. Yeah. Um, Matney Singh, M-A-T-N-E-Y, Singh at Hotmail.com. Perfect. Perfect. Um, and so that would be a way to reach out to Chris Ramsey yeah. if you had any questions or follow up. But the, what you're doing is one inspiring and also I think very motivating to other people on the podcast who have maybe an idea that wants to maybe explore that, but they think maybe an age could be the obstacle that's preventing them. Mm-hmm. So if you want any more information about Brian and I, you've been listening to the Uncommon Life Project. I've been your host, Philip Ramsey. And I'm Brian Dewhurst. And we hope you have a great day. Take us out, Virgin. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. That's all for this episode of the Uncommon Life Project, brought to you by Uncommon Wealth Partners. Be sure to visit UncommonWealth.com to learn more about our services. Don't miss an episode as we introduce you to inspiring people who are actively pursuing an uncommon life. 